Hello, and welcome or welcome back to Through Gen Z's Eyes. Today, I have on Amr Singh, who is very connected to his community and became engaged in politics in 2008 for Obama, 2016 for Hillary Clinton, and now 2020 for Joe Biden. Hi, how are you? Good morning, Kaya. I'm fine, thank you. How are you? I'm good. Thank you for asking. So do you want to give a little background about yourself? Sure. Uh, uh, thank you for having me on this. And uh, I've been in Silicon Valley high-tech industry for 40 years and uh, never involved in politics until recently, mostly, mostly interested in work, family, and local community, like supporting uh, schools and supporting an Indian dance company a choral group that I belong to and a French alliance and all local community things kept get me active, but I didn't get involved in any politics until. So why did you get involved in politics in 2008? Well, 2008 was a very uh, exciting moment in American political history. We had Hillary Clinton, the first woman ever running for president for presidential nomination from the from either party and um, Barack Obama the first black man uh, actively seeking a nomination and um, I was uh, very excited by Obama but I had always maintained that women we should have more women in politics and in co uh, corporate leadership positions so I supported uh, Hillary Clinton uh, in the primaries and then, of course, when she lost to the primaries, I was more than happy to support Obama and uh, was very happy when Obama won. And part of that was I uh, created a small local group to help him uh, to you know, help get him elected. Yeah, I definitely think that starting those uh, kinds of groups, those little groups uh, that can definitely change the way that an election goes. So. Um, as I said at the beginning, you are in, have become engaged in politics for Joe Biden. So how have you been involved in the Biden campaign? Well, uh, uh, let me back up just a little. In the Obama campaign, I created a small group called New Dawn, which we met and discussed issues and tried to give feedback to the campaign and, of course, raise some donations. And uh, in the Biden campaign, we, uh, I did something similar. I have a local group of friends and family <clears throat> that, and, and friends of friends who, who have met occasionally and talked frequently and have been active in fundraising and supporting financially, as well as writing letters and uh, making phone calls. And between the Obama and the Biden years, we had done a lot of uh, work for Hillary Clinton uh, in 2016, and of course, hugely disappointed when she lost. And then in 2018, we had supported Alyssa Slotkin for Congress uh, from the 8th District of Michigan. She's a friend of our sons, and we've known her for 20 years. So we got our Napa friends, California friends, to support her. So uh, in the Biden campaign, we had already experienced with friends and friends of friends supporting likely good candidates and we were all excited that Obama won disappointed that we didn't get more Senate and House seats. Yeah so can you uh, expand more on what you did for uh, the Biden campaign because that was uh, what you did for 
Obama's campaign, but uh, now that President-elect Biden has been chosen, uh, have you done anything to help him get there? Yes, we did. We personally, um, of course, donated money, which most a lot of people do. Uh, we wrote letters and we made some phone calls, wrote a lot of letters, made some phone calls, attended rallies. Uh, my friend of my group of several people, you know, almost 100 people uh, was actively involved. So I think we influenced people that way. And um, uh, we, yeah, I, I guess that's it financially and by ro- local rallies and local involvement and things yeah. like that. Yeah, yeah. So, um, so basically what you did for Obama is what you did for the Biden campaign? Yes. I mean, it just got better. Yeah, okay. Okay. So so that has, that can, as I said before, definitely make a difference because if you had done that for President Trump, I'm sure that his electoral votes probably would have been higher. But um, <laughs> uh, so... Do you think now that he has won, do you think Joe Biden being president will make a difference to how our country will be led? Oh, absolutely. I think Joe Biden uh, comes with a long resume, which is very useful in that he has credibility on many issues and he's known to a lot of people the world over. So I think he will very easily restore America's credibility with our allies and our adversaries. Our adversaries will realize that he uh, means what he says and he can't be uh, easily fooled or or bullied. Um, And I think he will try to restore strong relations with our allies, but he'll also try to be pragmatic and reach out to adversaries. He will rejoin the Iran Accord. He has already said he's going to rejoin the Paris Climate Accord on day one. And I expect him to be a strong, or him and his Secretary of State, to be a strong force on the international stage. But he also will um, bring jobs back to America in a more realistic fashion. Uh, He will um, go the clean energy route and the infrastructure route. Both are areas that can easily employ millions of people and will do a lot of very essential work for the country, rebuilding the infrastructure and expanding the um, alternate energy, clean energy infrastructure, which needs to be expanded rapidly. He will also be a strong advocate for Black Lives Matter and minority rights of all kinds, because I think he has seen the, the, the surge of um, enthusiastic support and c- concern for what has been happening in um, minority communities and uh, not only from black people themselves or minority people but also from whites and young and old and rural and city uh, types. I think Biden will seize the moment to take advantage of that and make a major difference in um, equal treatment for all people and just and rectifying many of the wrongs against uh, minorities. Uh, plus, I think he will also, of course, work for the environment um, uh, in in many ways, and get in, and and 
uh, influence other countries, but he'll set an example to influence other countries to also commit harder to working for the environment. And he will, in that effort, I'm sure, include the progressives and the young who have spoken loud and clear that in their mind, environment is the biggest issue facing the world. Yes, I definitely think that all of those things that you said will make a huge difference to uh, our community and just everywhere, including internationally, because if he starts talking to other people, that can definitely give us more allies. So I think that would be really uh, helpful for our country. Um, so you just gave a wonderful many examples of what Joe Biden can do to bring our country together, but what can the people do to bring everyone together so that we're not divided as much? That, that is an excellent question, and I wish there was an easy answer. Um, Black-white mistrust and misunderstanding and actually uh, almost mutual exclusion uh, has been the norm in the country for a long, long time. From the days of slavery, whites and blacks have really not uh, mixed, so have really not mixed socially, and have not mixed very much uh, in work matters either. Uh, they've lived almost separate lives, and even after slavery ended, Reconstruction did not go far enough to um, uh, improve the conditions of blacks. And even after the Civil Rights Act of 1965, uh, there were still major detriments or major difficulties for uh, Blacks to attain uh, um, the same opportunity, to get the same opportunities as Whites, both in uh, education and in housing and in jobs and in where they could live. So that problem is a stark problem. But there are also other problems that we face between uh, the populists and, and the uh, more uh, moderate centrists, between conservatives and liberals, and between rural and city points of view. And I think it will take not a president alone to make a huge change in that he can set the tone, he can lead the way. But people have to reach out uh, across states, across communities, across age groups, and across um, um, national, nationalistic or um, bit, uh, you know, uh, old-fashioned ideas and, and, and try to understand the other's point of view. From a point of view of empathy, I think the whites need to have an empathetic understanding or you know, majority people need to have an empathetic understanding of the minorities, all the minorities, but especially the blacks and indigenous people who have been most affected, but also Latinos and Asians who are minorities who've been fighting discriminatory practices. So people will have to reach out to each other and that is easier said than done. But I personally am gonna make an effort to try to reach across to uh, Republican friends or friends of friends and try to have candid discussions with them and understand their point of view and hopefully they can understand my point of view. It'll be a people-to-people -people effort. Joe Biden will inspire us, but I don't think he can do it, but he can lead the way. 
Yeah, I, I definitely think that it, it isn't all president because that's what some people think that the president is the one that tells us to do everything and then we do it. They're the only one that can do it, but that's not true because the we are the people and if we just come together, I think that we can make a really huge difference. Uh, so this is the last question that we have time for. So, do you think that with Joe Biden as president, kids will feel more brave to say their opinion out loud and have it heard by um, all American citizens? Well, I think President Trump certainly has been open to getting feedback from his uh, his base, and his base does include a lot of young people. And so he definitely has not reached out uh, across the line to the other side which he had promised to do when he got inaugurated, or when he got elected, not when he got inaugurated. Anyhow, um, uh, Joe Biden, I think, will be very openly receptive to the ideas of all groups in the country, very definitely, including the young, because the youth group is a very large group and very becoming much more aware with the, in the internet age. They are much more aware of the world around them and ready to tackle changes. Throughout history, young people have made major changes in uh, not only politics and so socialist issues, but in uh, inventions and in music and in, art, in the arts. And uh, young people are more poised to do that now. And I think Biden will try to seize that moment. But the young people need to also recognize him as being receptive and just ask him to let them be more involved. And of course, they need to be aware that there'll be pushbacks from older folks because unfortunately, the majority, quite a lot of older folks think that they know it all because they've lived longer and the youngsters don't know enough and should wait their turn. But I think it'll be exciting to have younger points of view given a good hearing and a good younger people given a good seat at the table. So I would urge youngsters like you to step forth and, and demand, like Greta Thunberg has done, step forth and demand that your voices be heard. And I would urge you to spread this podcast of yours widely, and it'll, I'm sure, trigger other people doing similar things. And everything starts in a small way and builds big so so i think the young people in this country can uh, lead the way or at least help lead the way going forward yeah i definitely think that kids not only me but everyone around greta lundberg uh they can we can make a difference if we just uh say what we want to say, not let anyone silence us because, you know, everyone's like, kids are the future, but then we don't get to say our opinions very much. I would like to thank everyone who's inspired me, like my family and my teacher who gives me ideas every day in class. I would like to give a huge thanks to my sister, Zahara Bali, for editing this episode and all the episodes to come. And I would like to thank you for helping me search through this topic from a Gen Z's eyes. Please make sure to tell your friends and family about this podcast. Have a great Thanksgiving week, and I'll see you next time.